Oh, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever this may find you, fellow Tamrielic Traveler. Oh, what a day. <laughs> oh my god, I'm exhausted. Ah, uh, but I am here. And, and you're here too, and for that I greatly appreciate and heartily thank you for being here, because without you here... Um, wasting my time. <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't want to waste my time. Um, it's, uh, it's been some week, man. It has been one hell of a week for me in particular between, <clears throat> uh, you know, things going on at work, which it's a weird week at work. Uh, everyone, everyone's got problems. Um, life at home. Um, podcasting, you know, stuff with QGN, just weird week, so busy. Um, but, uh, one of the, one of the shining jewels of, of this week of, of the many is, um, got a lot of, a lot of information's dropped a lot. I, I mean, all of it from, um, from Zoss concerning, uh, all the information that they were, they were teasing out last week. Anyway, um, I, I kind of have like a, like a certain way. I want to bring this information out to you guys. Um, but let's, I guess we'll just, I just, I guess we'll just start getting right into it. Um, uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a very interesting week and, and this, this information is really, really, uh, exciting and, and fun. Um, so, so we'll get to, we'll get to the, um, We'll get to the big piece of information here. Uh, the next chapter of Elder Scrolls Online has been announced. We're going to elsewhere, guys. Home of the Khajiit. We are we are going to elsewhere, and um, it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing. I know a lot of folks are excited about just the the lore possibilities alone. I mean, the Khajiit have been in the game since Arena. Um, in their in their state, uh, as Cass, I believe, is uh, since since Marwind, maybe or um, sorry, let me do on your um, maybe even Redguard. I think they they really started. I think it was Redguard, but we haven't really seen really much of of elsewhere, and this is really kind of the first time that we're actually going to travel to elsewhere uh, properly. So, so this is the new chapter, um, and Zoss wants to tell us a story, and do so each quarter throughout the entire year. They're telling us this big story. Um, starting off with uh, quarter one of this year is going to be the Wrathstone DLC, which kicks off this year-long story that they want to tell us. And things are going to kick into high gear uh, when their chapter is, is released. In quarter two, and we go to elsewhere. It was also announced that quarter three will be another dungeon DLC, like Wrathstone, and quarter four will be a story DLC, much like uh, Merkmire. And each build, each is going to build on on top of on top of one another. So that story DLC in quarter four is going to culminate in the end of this year-long story they're telling us. 
So the new chapter, Elsewhere, that's going to launch June 4th on all platforms. And early access is going to begin for PC Mac players on May 20th. Now, fair warning. Uh, this is a lot of information. <laughs> this microblog is going to be uh, extremely dense. And it may require uh, two, maybe three listens to uh, to get all of the information. So um, I'm just going to go right through this information. It has taken me uh, literally all day to <laughs> compile it all between uh, their announcement to uh, Elder Scrolls uh, uh, li uh, ESO Live, rather. Um, so there's there's a ton here, and so I'm just gonna go right through it, and um, you know there it is. So let's let's jump into elsewhere. All right. Um, again, launches June 4th, all platforms. So console folks, June 4th for you too. Um, now early access is gonna begin on um, PC May 20th. That being said, you can pre-order elsewhere right now and there's going to be you know rewards for that um just so you know as well uh there's going to be pre-order like digital pre-order rewards which i'll kind of get into later on uh now this uh this new chapter is going to be featuring a uh the khajiit centered story uh storyline and, and lore uh it's their land their story their lore great stuff also dragons mostly as bosses but dragons are going to be a part of a part of uh, elsewhere as well, and a brand new class, necromancers. Oh yeah, baby, necromancers. Uh, quarter three and quarter four at E three. Um, you'll see the next part of the trailer. Okay, uh, is going to be at E three. So that really awesome trailer that we got. You'll see the next part of that at E3. And uh, they're basically telling you that, like I said before, you know, dragons are mostly going to be bosses. Essentially, they were saying, like, this isn't Skyrim. You're not the dragonborn, all right? You're not going to be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these things. You're going to need your friends, so. All right, so the Elsewhere story focuses on why the Imperials are invading Elsewhere with necromancers and that dragons are going to be running around unchecked in Elsewhere too. So that's basically what the story is going to focus on, which I'm extremely interested in. Why are the Imperials invading Elsewhere with necromancers? That sounds odd, but intriguing to be sure. Um, elsewhere is going to be made up of, of several biomes as well, they were saying. Uh, and this is mainly coming from Rich Lambert, uh, creative director not game director as I was uh, saying on the last microblog and thoroughly embarrassed myself I apologize for that um, mostly apologize to Matt Fire for <laughs> he's the game director um, is Matt Fire uh, Rich Lambert's creative director um, so so um, elsewhere is going to be uh, composed of uh, several different biomes uh, the, Rich Lambert was saying so think of a savannah um, a rocky and craggy desert like the Grand Canyon, and uh, the the uh, and a forest. And he he did mention the Timur Forest, to be exact, will be uh, some of the places we're adventuring in. Um, also, 
there's going to be different types of Khajiit as well, including the Alfiq, which is kind of like a, like a house cat kind of a type of Khajiit. Very intelligent, very strong in, in Magicka, and uh, very um, mischievous. And uh, we're going to be interacting with them as NPCs. And yes, uh, we know Abner Tharn is going to be a big uh, character in Elsewhere, but we're also going to see cameos from Razumdar as well. So get excited. Razumdar fans, your buddy's coming back. Um, and and oh, by the way, also, the uh, the Khajiit that you see in that cinematic trailer, uh, her name is Kamira, by the way, so in case you were wondering. Alright, so let's move on to these Necromancers. Uh, this is the brand new class in Elder Scrolls Online, coming to Elsewhere, and it uh, they do adhere to the lore, these, these Necromancers. Now, what does that mean? Oh, Necromancy is taboo in, uh, in Tamriel, so... If you're practicing necromancers in front of some NPCs, they are going to call the guards. Those are those guards are going to uh, attack you. So bear that in mind. <laughs> um, necromancy gets its power from uh, reanimated corpses and the mani manipulation of mortal souls. They're saying so when you start engaging in um, in these spells. You're going to be using a lot of a lot of you know corpses on the ground and and whatnot. Um, they they I think Rich Lambert was saying that they were making um, they really wanted to make a distinction between you know what does a necromancer feel and play like for the player versus like a sorcerer and and how a sorcerer you know feels um, and, and they wanted to make a a, a real clear distinction. So that's why they were saying um, that, uh, you know, it gets its power from reanimated corpses and, and the manipulation of, of mortal souls. And, and they were talking a lot about um, some of the spells that utilize corpses on, on the ground. Uh, for example, um, some spells create corpses and some spells spend these corpses so for example um necromancer tanks have the yeah yeah tanks by the way uh have an ultimate that can turn them into like a massive bone colossus uh there is also another ability called graveyard that's a ground targeted aoe and it heals party members and it also gets more powerful if there's corpses on the ground and it, it adds an additional heal over time effect based on that so it's more than just um it, it's not what you think a necromancer would be you know a, a, a sorcerer running around with an undead pet it's going to be much more than than something like that um and I, I really appreciate you know the the time and attention um that they they seem to have put into the at least the theory behind like how a necromancer should feel and play to the to the player um, because I mean, you do have you, you have necroman uh, not necromancers. You have you have sorcerers in the game, and you can play them a certain way. Where you know you almost kind of do feel a little a little bit like a necromancer there, um, especially with some of the pets that you can you can create and some of the soul magic that already exists in the game too. 
So how do you make that distinction? And and I see that they're they based on what they're talking about already with this class, I see a very clear distinction and, and I'm very excited about that, especially for those who are excited about finally playing a necromancer for sure. Um, and, and again, if you haven't already uh, been able to figure it out, um, based on what I've said so far, uh, yes, necromancers can tank. Yes, they can heal. And yes, they can do damage. So um, just like every other class in the game, uh, necromancers uh, will be able to do all three roles. Now, I did mention before that um, necromancy is 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 a is a taboo thing in Tamriel, and if you if you practice necromancy in front of NPCs, they're going to call guards, and guards are going to start attacking you. These these justice system reactions will be engaged if you perform necromancy in towns in front of NPCs. Um, so I asked on Twitter earlier today, uh, in Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere, the new class Necromancer will prompt hate from NPCs who will call guards if you perform spells in front of them. Um, essentially, how does that make you feel? Do you feel, you know, is that awesome? Are you not sure about that? Do you think it sucks? Um, so... Out of 110 votes, 85% who voted said, hey, that's awesome. 10% said, hmm, not too sure about that. And 5% said, well, that sucks. Um, out of 110 votes. Uh, so, very small sampling. Um, but, but overwhelmingly, people who voted really thought that that was awesome. And, and I'm, I'm happily surprised to hear that because you would think that the the go-to on this one would be, wait a second, I have a negative consequence for something that I just naturally do? That doesn't sound like it's going to be fun. And um, the notion of that uh, is what prompted me to, to you know post this poll. And I was extremely happy to see that, that uh, players are overwhelmingly going to be excited about the idea. So... Um, you know, Zoss, if, if you're listening, hey, guess what? That's, at least from my side, from 110 uh, people who, who happen to have paid attention to that particular poll today, uh, it looks like that's overwhelmingly uh, happy about, about this idea. So, so very cool. All right, so that's Necromancers in a nutshell. Um, let's, let's jump over to some things that uh, Rich was saying about PvP and elsewhere. Now, they are going to debut. This is probably the biggest piece of information right here. Uh, they are going to debut a brand new system, which Rich was uh, tentatively calling Artifacts, where unique items like Daedric Artifacts drop in Cyrodiil and can be used by players, which will change your hotbar and power you up to take on the current Emperor. So... Um, this system is being planned out uh, essentially as, as a counterpoint to the, the current um, Emperor skill line power creep thing. I, apparently uh, what Rich was saying was that um, Zoss is beginning a, a number of complaints regarding how powerful Emperors are and that there's really just no way of, of fighting them. So um, 
they came up with this this artifact system where essentially um, powerful artifact will drop in Cyrodiil and players in Cyrodiil will know exactly where it is they'll go running over to it probably massive fight will ensue over it <laughs> and uh, a uh, the player will will then uh, grab it and start swinging this thing around now the first um, the first weapon and, and by the way you can you can thank your you can thank your uncle Shio for this it's uh, Shia Gorath's um, influence in, in Tamriel is is what's uh, the story behind the sudden creation of this. He he loves that chaos, so he's dropping a little bit of chaos right onto Cyrodiil in order to uh, uh, create this thing. Now the first artifact is going to be Volandrin, uh, which which I know I said that incorrectly. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, Volandrin, um, which is a if you don't know, it's, it's gigantic. Organic, orcish, like two-handed hammer. It's, it's amazing, amazing. Look at this thing. Um, and that's gonna randomly spawn in Cyrodiil. So uh, your good old Uncle Shio is going to demand that the player feed the weapon by killing other players. And if you don't, this 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 thing is going to end up killing you. Um, so depending on how this whole system works, they may be doing more. And uh, I would love to see. Um, Dawnbreaker as as part of that. That would be incredible. Uh, Meridia's, uh, well, the, the Daedric artifact that you get for doing uh, Meridia's quest uh, in, in Skyrim. At least that's where I know Dawnbreaker from. Uh, more on to PvP from elsewhere includes Imperial City will become its own campaign, effectively effectively removing it from Cyrodiil and also helping performance a bit. Um, now, on performance, okay, they are looking at uh, more of the issues surrounding performance that have been plaguing uh, Cyrodiil since game launch. All right, they're looking at fixture loading and character updating in PvP. That's going to be the focus year, this year to help out those performance issues. Uh, depending on how testing goes, Rich was saying, uh, we may see uh, these these um, fixes to performance somewhere uh, between six to eight months from now. Uh, new trial is going to be out as well. Sunspire, it's going to be dragon-themed with each of the bosses having their own unique hard mode as well. So think like more of Lo more, more of Lorcage style of uh, of a trial on on this one. Um, again, you know, Rich was saying that a lot of feedback was saying that they like the trial on Maw of Lorcage. Uh, can you please come out with more trials that are similar in in uh, length and and uh, gameplay? So um, that's what Sunspire is supposed to be about, which is like I said, dragon theme. So you know. A lot of the bosses in there are going to be dragons, they're saying. All right. Uh, first and foremost, though, is going to be Wrathstone, which is Dungeon DLC coming out uh, next, uh, I, I think, this next couple of months. So definitely quarter one of this year for for sure. Um, definitely quarter one. 
And Wrathstone is going to be available on the public test server uh, this week, including patch notes and, well, this is another big, uh, big thing which we got to get into at some point, the uh, changes to racial passives for combat. Uh, what I'm going to do is, in regards to the racial passives for combat that are being changed, um, I will be doing another microblog with that uh, on that with um, with Mithril. Uh, hopefully, uh, sometime over the weekend, I'd like to uh, get that done. So, so we'll see. That's that's kind of up in the air, but um, it will. That information will not be featured on this on this blog, um, but it will very soon. So let's talk about these two dungeons that we're getting from Wrathstone. Um, because they are saying that Wrathstone will have uh, this and some quality of life improvements as well. Now, the first dungeon is going to be uh, somewhat Dwimmer themed. It's called Frost Vault. And um, the, uh, the premise behind it is uh, sealed away by... Dwimmer deep in East March and filled with gob goblins are going to be, and Dwimmer automatons and traps will be um, one half of these uh, ra this wrath stone that's been split in half. One's going to be in Frost Vault. Well, that's going to be one half, and you're going to be pitted against you know, like I said, traps, Dwimmer automatons, glob goblins to get this thing. The second half is going to be in the other dungeon. It's called Depths of Malatar, which is like Aeliad themed. Um, and that place is filled with followers of Meridia who are guarding the second half of, of, the, uh, of the stone. So as a, as a paladin of Meridia, I'm very sad to have to uh, fight my, my brothers and sisters uh, but uh, in, in arms against, against the undead. And Molag Ball for Meridia, but unfortunately, hey, you know what? Wrathstones be Wrathstones, <laughs> and I gotta get them all. Um, so these these focus on acquiring the uh, the two halves of the Wrathstone is going to be uh, basically just just kind of getting those. Now, once you get these two, okay, you give them to Abner Tharn, and he leads you to a place called the Halls of Colossus, where the story really progresses, and that's really where where um, elsewhere is going to pick up from there. Now, um, there are going to be some new features in, in Wrathstone as well, such as, these are the quality of life improvements I was alluding to, a brand new zone guide, which is designed to help players keep track of their current quest and even zone achievements and their overall progress in the zone at a glance. It's also designed to make it easy for you to figure out where you left off and what to do next. So... Pretty exciting that one is. Speaking of exciting, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of chatter about this one <clears throat> on uh, on Twitter, and uh, that is a guild store search function. Yes, when you go to the uh, the guild stores and you're looking for items, the whole user interface has been completely overhauled for Wrathstone. They've added a text-based search plus recent searches and new filters and sorting. Um, it supports both PC and console UIs as well. So yeah, you can go right into that text box, start typing away, you know, you're looking for whatever. And as you type, it, the, uh, the search results are going to begin populating with 
um, items that match the text that you typed in. So you could look exactly for, you could look for the specific item just by typing in there. And like I said, it'll also have your recent searches and new filters and for sorting as well. So makes things a little bit more efficient, I suppose. Uh, additional features and items, uh, they were talking about there's going to be six new item sets, two new monster masks, and um, they're also updating the existing Cyrodiil sets as well. Uh, they also mentioned for Wrathstone, a brand new battleground is coming called uh, Eldang Eldangvar. Uh, and they did mention no increase to champion points. In fact, uh, there's no plans on increasing it in the foreseeable future as well. So they're potentially looking at the system as a whole with an idea of significant re significantly reworking the champion point system to make sure it's doing all the things that they want it to be doing. So that's that's part of the reason why they're not going to increase the, uh, the champion point uh, ceiling right now. They were also saying that, you know, the extra time should allow some new players to sort of catch up a bit, too. All right. Um, that leads us on to Q3 and Q4. Uh, and they had said that, um, again, um, Q3 is going to be uh, a dungeon DLC. Q4 is going to be story DLC like Merkmire, which is going to culminate in the end of the story of the Season of the Dragon. And they're going to be debuting uh, informate. They're going to be debuting the next cinematic uh, for E3 as well. Now, um, if you're excited about this stuff, and you want to start pre-purchasing elsewhere. All right, you're going to get a a whole bunch of <clears throat> uh, digital items just for pre-purchasing, regardless of which edition you actually end up getting. Um, which all of the different additions to the game. And their prices can be found on ElderScrollsOnline.com. So this is just the pre-purchase stuff I'm talking about right now. If you pre-purchase elsewhere, you will get the Noble Clan Chief costume, a Dragon Imp Pet, the Rod Mothra Horse Mount, which is kind of like a black and purple, bluish electric horse. It's like super sinister looking. Rawr. Rawr. Necromancer stuff. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, uh, the, can you tell I'm exhausted? <laughs> um, the, uh, Bandari Peddler crate as well. So that's, uh, it's going to be, it's a crown crate, is what it is. Um, as well as, uh, crown experience scrolls, elsewhere treasure maps. Um, full digital versions will get immediate access to Morrowind Somerset as well. Uh, and sadly, no, they are not doing a physical collector's edition. However, Zoss is thinking about doing something as a result of that, which will be announced later on. Um, digital collector's editions have additional items on top of the pre-purchase ones I spoke about, uh, such as the Ashen Scar Jerboa Pet, Archaic Lore Tablet Memento, Sench Rat Mount, the Dragon Bone Outfit, and Kajidi Culture Emote Pack. And you'll get those when the chapter launches. All right. 
Now, uh, just to kind of tie all of this up in a little bow here, uh, there is some additional information that uh, they were giving that didn't quite necessarily uh, fit nicely in some of the things I was speaking on. So <laughs> um, I got kind of like a etc. Uh, part of my notes here. Um, additional information. All right, so a free character slot is going to be available with Elsewhere. Obviously, we, we're getting a, a brand new class. Uh, a lot of players have all of their, their character slots maxed out. They want us to play the uh, the new class Necromancer, so we're getting a free character slot um, when, when the game launches. They're also going to increase the max amount of characters that we're, we're allowed to have, too. Um, although they didn't have a, a exact number at that at the time of the uh, the show they were doing. Um, your uh, your hot pepper bantam guar pet. Yes, your you. I mean, it means you you have one. You have a you have a hot pepper bantam guar pet. Okay, that's going to be delivered to your mailbox when Wrathstone goes live, probably sometime in March. Now. Why do I say you have it? Because this was a reward that Zoss was giving to players who have logged in the month of January and also um, rewarded players for their their stream, uh, Zoss's stream hitting a certain amount of concurrent viewers like a goal mark for them. So, so they were, they were doing this announcement stream. Okay. And they wanted, they wanted to hit like a certain, um, certain goal. Okay. For, of, of play of people watching the stream. And once they hit that goal mark, then they were giving out these, these hot pepper bantam guar pets. <laughs> it's quite the, uh, it's quite the mouthful <laughs> to, uh, to players. So as long as you've logged in this month, you will get that reward. Um, and if you haven't logged in yet, okay, January's not over, guys. Just log in. Log in. You'll get it. Um, now, uh, let's see. That's going to be delivered in March. So it's going to be uh, in your mailbox. Where's my hot pepper bar? In your mailbox. It'll be delivered when it goes live uh, sometime in March. Okay, so just make sure you, you log into ESO at uh, some point this month so you, you get you get yours. Uh, all right, Elsewhere will debut a new Guild Finder feature as well, guys, including uh, which includes a sort ability for various types of guilds like PvE, PvP, crafting, social guilds, all right? And guilds can sort themselves according to type of personality too, like casual semi-casual, semi-hardcore, and, of course, hardcore. And uh, just so you know, all right, uh, the ESOTR PC North American Guild will be listing itself as a casual guild. Um, that, uh, that system, the Guild Finder system, is also going to be available for both PC and consoles as well. Now, I mentioned before the racial passives. Okay, those are changing and Zoss will be giving out free race change tokens as a result, one per account. These changes are currently available to be previewed on ElderScrollsOnline.com. 
They are not, however, giving out class change tokens. And a brand new story-driven tutorial will be featured in Elsewhere as well. So, um, that's all the information. Quite a bit. <laughs> a lot going on, that's for sure. Uh, like I said, maybe uh, maybe this particular episode, uh, you listen, you know, two or three times really to kind of absorb all of it. It's it's a lot. Um, and the the racial passives, uh, that's that's kind of a that's a that's a conversation for sure. Um, I've heard a lot of people are are happy about what these racial passives um, are changing to. Uh, some people seem to be pretty pretty happy about it. Um, I haven't really looked at it yet, so I, I really can't comment, and, uh, and and nor will I at the moment. Uh, what I'd like to do is sit down and you know go over them, um, see where they were and what they'd be changing to, and um, then I'd like to uh, get on the microphone with uh, Mithril and and kind of just chat about these a little bit here and there. So, uh, like I said, look for that this weekend. And um, also, uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is going to record Thursday, I believe. We just did uh, Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering tonight. That's coming on. That's uh, going to pop up on uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com soon. Susan, done with this, and uh, <laughs> and uh, this will will uh, will be there as well. Um, next week. Uh, probably going to have some some activity for for uh elder scrolls off the record for sure um it's going to be an interesting week for for sure um i am looking to see if we can um get someone from zoss to uh to come on the show i am looking to get that racial racial passive microblog out and i am going to be looking to get uh elder scrolls off the record which of course is classic and classic is ESOTR. Okay. Um, I'm going to be looking to get that uh, done on Thursday, next Thursday as well. So if all goes according to plan, um, might have a few entries on, on, uh, on the feed this coming week alone. So big week for Elder Scrolls off the record and for you guys listening as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, so there's that. Uh, fans of Quest Gaming Dungeons and Dragons, you should be aware that um, I am adding myself to the uh, the cast of QG D and D. Um, I'm going to be helping out a little bit with the story and, and some of the uh, some of the other things I've been holding the show up. Um, and we're going to be recording that every uh, every three weeks now. So so look forward to that coming in uh, the next couple of weeks. Okay, guys. Thank you very much for listening, downloading, and subscribing. Um, if you want to uh, hang out with uh, hang out with us, we've got a Discord channel. We've got a um, which you can get through uh, get to through QuestGamingNetwork.com, and certainly uh, we've got a PC North American Guild, guys. If you'd like to join, if you're uh, a listener of the show and you enjoy it, you're more than welcome. We don't really have like you know we're a social guild. Um, we don't really have any like hardcore requirements or anything like that to join the the guild. Just if you listener of the show and you want to join up with like-minded ESO players who also listen, well, we've got the home for you. It's ESOTR, a PC North American Guild. Um, also, follow us on Twitter, and you can engage with us there uh, as well, at Elder Scrolls OTR, as well as on Tumblr, at Elder Scrolls OTR, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Elder Scrolls Off the Record.
I don't think I'm going to do the Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that. I mean, that might be a little too much. <laughs> might be a little too much for me. But anyway, uh, there it is, folks. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, please send us an email, elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com, and let us know what you thought of the show. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the force be with you.